Hello, it's Wednesday the 27th of September in the year of our Lord 2023. Liberty Tactics is back with myself, Lou Collins, and my beautiful co-host, Catherine Watkins. Good afternoon, Lou. You all right? Yeah, I am all right. I am all right. How are you? I'm not bad. We're going to do a show about uh, the paedophile information exchange today, yeah, yeah. which we said, but there is a little topic I think we need to have a little discussion about. It's just come out that Lawrence Fox has been sacked from GB News now. Everyone knows Lawrence has been absolutely brilliant supporting us here and also Public Child Protection Wales. Now, apparently, according to the Daily Mail, um, Lawrence Fox has been sacked because he made inappropriate comments, inappropriate comments, to uh, about a um a journalist so she's a journalist called Ava Evans so she's shocked and really hurt that Lawrence Fox made comments about her body rather than her work as he's suspended by GB News for saying on air who would want who would want to shag that oh GB News apologizes for Lawrence Fox's remarks about Joe reporter even um reporter Eva, uh, Ava Evans. Fox also called the journalist a little woman, but has refused to apologise today. So political journalist Ava Evans today said she's shocked and really hurt by Lawrence Fox saying, who would want to shag that while criticising her on GB News? The channel has suspended Fox and apologised for his remarks about Miss Evans, a left-leaning reporter for news website Joe on yesterday's Dan Wooten Tonight. Right, so already you've stated why he's been um, saying... He's so he said, who would want to fuck that? Oh, dear. Shag that. But, okay, I didn't realise that. I thought it was the other way around. I thought he said, who wouldn't want to shag that when I first saw it, but I only glanced at it. Right, okay. So, so we, she's, she's playing the I'm insulted massively. I'm insulted. Oh, get rid of him is it because he's a, a far right extremist not, but the thing is the far right such i think the wrong word we can't i don't think it's far we're being labeled far right no that's what i meant but i consider far character. right going down to the skinheads and the rare yeah know what I mean? No, no, that's what I mean. I was doing it in saying yeah, it in breath, oh, yeah. I was being sarcastic, oh. you know, because anyway, we're labeled as far right. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Is um is what I mean is obviously yeah, if okay, he's so. on the left, then anything at all is offensive, isn't it? Oh, from, I from think if anything, right. this is going to hurt GB News eventually in the long run more. Because they are silencing, you know, so what? I mean, we had a little we did we had we we spoke earlier because originally I thought he said, Who wouldn't want to fuck that? That's what I thought he said. And I, I, nowadays, the most natural thing in the, right, first of all, let's take it to, to, to Jesus and the Bible. We are all sinners, right? Yeah. We can't say that we're not, right? We are born sinners. But the most natural thing in the world is for a man to like to, to chase after women. It's happened from the beginning of time. But only to one woman, though, and not, and sort of me, making it per, you know, I know. That very personal. Because lust is a sin, see? So if you, do you know what I mean? If you but it's a like sin. That, we're all sinners because we've all had sex. We've all had sex before marriage. Anyone who isn't married and isn't having a sexual relationship, then they're yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So we can't... We're all sinners. We know that, okay? So Russell Brand, I think, is very extreme. I think he's very wrong. It's disgusting what he does in public. Some of the things, again... I don't think he's a rapist. No, he's probably not. He's, not. he's highly sexual. He's highly he might sexual. not be. I don't know, right? He's Except highly, highly sexual. He's, he's been a bit inappropriate. He's a shock jock. Doing all of that, all a bit much. But I remember going out on a Friday night when you're young girls and you're getting all dressed up. If you didn't get a wolf whistle once in a while, you'd be gutted. Yeah, it was. I mean, now I my mind's completely changed. Look, I would agree with you a couple of years ago. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But now I think of it, it just makes my it would make my skin crawl. Like, I'll be honest, I don't like it at all. Oh, really no, but years ago, this is this but is years how, ago. Yeah, but then I like, just, you know how we can't like we are all sinners. Not neither nobody here is whiter than white or anything else. No, no, so absolutely. Not, you know, we are all born in sin, right? We have got a problem now with this is free speech. So what? Donald Trump said inappropriate things to people. I've we've been at a bar and you you missed. I mean, he didn't even say it publicly. He probably just said it on a Zoom call with someone and they've grasped him up. 
Like you see a good looking guy, fucking hell, look at him. Do you know what I mean? Walking down the road, what? What? It's it's the most natural thing in the world. You see somebody yeah. looking, you'll turn to your mate. He's all right. You know, you're not making the other. It's natural. Yeah. So I don't personally. I think this again is the shutting down free speech. Well, yeah, that's what it's about. Regardless of anyone's opinion on anything, that the main thing is is the shutting down of free speech. Do you know what I mean? That's what it is, really. Regardless of who. You I know, mean, he's not gone out there and said it. He's not done a public post on it, has he? Like, who would want to? Sh- it's sticks and stones, mate. Sticks mm. and stones. There are some things that are no, no. Russell Brand goes too far, but we're human beings, right? We are sinners. Jesus gave up his life for our sins. So saying something like that, that isn't, that's not going to send him to hell. It's inappropriate. Yes. Use bad language. Yes. Yes, I understand. It's sexual, but he's a grown adult. He's over 18. He's not saying it to a young girl. Yeah. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but. Those to throw, you know, if you're going to throw the first stone, make sure your camp is clean. So this yes. woman has gone here. She's trying to destroy Lo- whoever it is, whoever's trying to do it. They're trying to de- they're trying to demonize Lawrence Fox for saying that. I can guarantee you. I bet all oh, yeah. the writing That's up and journalists have done fucking far worse. Oh yeah, of course. That's that. The main thing is they're just so trying him to demonize him. Word, him who cast the first stone. Because you know he's I mean? not. If you're he's gonna not start, you better make sure your camp is clean before yeah. you start showing, giving your like looking down your nose at what have you. Yeah, you know, just he, use it as a tool, regardless if it's inappropriate. They're using it as a tool to remove him because he's not playing ball with the exactly. And GB News have now just exposed themselves, haven't they? That they yeah. also will not have GB. I mean, can I don't you watch them anyway. I haven't. I don't want even watch Lawrence. Either do I. I don't watch. I don't watch GB News at all. I never do. Well, I, I haven't. Never, I don't think. I I've I've seen yeah. about a minute of it. Well, I've seen it when 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 Lawrence Fox has been interviewing someone important. I have. That's yeah, that's. I that's I know that they, you know from to have that platform straight away. They're controlled they're opposition completely. They're all yeah. BBC. Yeah. They're all exactly. BBC. So they just you know they just showing their true so colors. So they're going to silence it. You know all of these people. You know it's all over the place. Hang on a minute. Liberty Tactics has been silenced over two years now. Yeah, and we're still being silenced. We're, we're still, still being, being silenced, but we're going to keep going. So yeah. I have invited Lawrence Fox onto the show. Yeah. I have, so we can get his reaction. Um, This woman, she was like, well, it, it is what it is. Let's put it to bed, right? We've got to protect free speech. Even if yeah. we don't like what they're saying, free speech yeah. is important. It and is we have important. to have it. Even if it's stuff that we don't like. It is really important that we keep free speech. Of course, of course. And massively agreed, love. <sighs> right. What do you know about the paedophile information exchange, Catherine Watkins? Because let's have a discussion. Oh God. Well, I came across them when I was doing my research on um, Kinsey. Funnily enough. Oh, right. um, because obviously it's connected to that. They have the same ideology, and and it was when I was watching. Oh, I can't. Oh, I tell you what it was. It was um, I'd read I've read a few blogs on Tom O'Carroll, um, and then I watched the sixty-minute Australia documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, where Tom O'Carroll was on there as well, and the things that he was saying on there. This is why I was like, hang on a minute, what's going on? The things he was saying on there in relate. Well, to most things, but the one thing in particular that really stuck in my head was like, wow, when he was saying about. Obviously, Tom O'Carroll was one of the founders of the Paedophile Information Exchange, and he was being interviewed um, by a by a sixty minutes Australia. Yeah, yeah, a guy on there, and he was asking him questions, obviously, and he said something about the traumatization of children. In his belief, now I knew this had come straight out of the mouth of Kinsey because I'd obviously done my research on him at the time, and he had said the only reason children are traumatized by their sexual encounters with adults is because when the adult, um, the appropriate adult, whether that's the parent or an authority figure or whatever, finds out 
that this encounter happened, they, by continually going on about it and saying that the children have been abused, that that is what traumatizes the child and not the actual act of the abuse or the sexual encounter. And I know that Kinsey said that, so I, that's where I went into pie. And I was looking at the two at the same time. So you had the paedophile information exchange and NAMBLA, which is yeah. the North American man-boy love association which is basically exactly the same they both pro-pedophile um, organizations that both ran completely fine in fact pi was funded by the taxpayer well, for a decade right into this and who funded it and where they were yeah that's, let's start with the funding because um that that's probably important just the fact that they were open they were an open pro pedophile group now obviously this is before the internet so they were using what was the name of the magazines lou was it i thought it was scallywag but it wasn't it was something else and i'm going to come to that because it's on my pages and notes in a minute when right I okay yeah because getting they you were... the story yeah they were communicating through there obviously with they would advertise it advertising yeah yeah and did you know as well i know it's not pie but just namble is the same i didn't know until recently a few months back that um Nambler were allowed this this actually says a lot for what's going on in libraries right so Nambler were allowed to have their monthly meetings in in um libraries across the across America so they could meet each other literally just have like a not a meeting to like you know paedophiles anonymous trying to get over it or anything like that these were actually sharing information within yeah. the libraries and then I found out that big pornography funds a lot of the libraries so I was like right well that makes sense then of all this all the um content explicit content that they've got in libraries now because it's all part of one big massive web but yeah going back to Pi though um what have you been looking at lately Lou? okay well it, this is just from my very old research because obviously I've been dealing with this since 2011 hmm. so I've got 12 years of kind of research to you know under my belt so it was started off Back around 1974 mm. um it was run by as you say tom Con connell and a guy called ian dunn uh we also had a guy called Ch george napier who was in charge of the financial side of things so first of all it was just set up as like an interest group and it was within the scottish minorities okay so scottish minorities were sent set up by a guy called michael hansen he was a gay student living in edinburgh um the co-founder of that was this ian dunn okay who then ended up starting up the pedophile information exchange okay so um hansen said he wasn't a ho he wasn't a pedophile but he was having a sexual relationship with a 15 year old boy and was desperate for the age of consent laws to change okay so they then decided they'd start the paedophile information exchange. And the main thing that they wanted to focus on and lobby on was the um, abolishing the age of consent. That's right. originally how it how it went on, went on. So in 1975, they got their first place in central London uh, in uh, right around Ladbroke Grove and Notting Hill. Very, 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 very wealthy area. I mean, you're looking at houses around there of about 17 million now. So we then go on to the Pedophile Action for Liberation. And this was another group involved with Pedophile Information Exchange, but it grew, it, it went away to the South London Gay Liberation Front. Uh, we also had PAL, P-A-L. Um, Pedophile Information Exchange. They had to. They were. They were getting members. It was about thirty pounds ish, I think, to join. Um, to join the Pedophile Information Exchange, and as you were saying, it would be a group to exchange photographs, everything else under the sun, basically. That do we this know, Lou? Just uh, do we know how many um how many members that they had? Do you know that's one thing I they think? had about two hundred and something at oh. the time. Now okay. on with regards to pie, okay, so there was a campaign that was attracting media attention that they wanted to attract media attention, but it wasn't doing anything. It, they weren't getting anything. So, um, but there was some sort of a conference called Campaign for Homosexual Equality. And that was put on in Sheffield. And this guy, 
the guy who's trying to, you know, to get more members in, he ended up giving a speech on paedophilia. Okay. And a guy, have you heard the name of Peter Hain? Yes. A-I-N. So he was the honorary vice president of Campaign for Homosexual Equality. All right. Which is just ridiculous. Um, he, Peter Hain also was the head of the Young Liberals. Right. So he headed up the Young Liberals and he ended up having to leave because of his support for paedophilia, this Peter Hain. So it is already a very dark, dark, this is going back to the 1970s. Obviously, then we've got a guy called Lord Justice Fulford. And he was linked to the National Council for Civil Liberties. Now, the National Council for Civil Liberties was funded by the government. OK, and the people involved in that was people like Harriet Harman. OK, so they had. But then they started campaigning and funding. And that's it. They they the, the pie then got moved to the um, to the London address. This is just all all around the same line down in Notting Hill. And it was all under the Council for Civil Liberties. And then you can go in and you can have a look at the people that were involved with the Council for Civil Liberties because it's dark. They are top people of the country, in charge of the country, who were involved with the Council for um, Civil Liberties. So we go to 1981 and a gentleman called Geoffrey Dickens, he was an MP. So he approached the UK's Attorney General because crimes had started coming out and it was in Private Eye magazine, exposed Peter Heyman and Tom O'Carroll for paedophilia. So Geoffrey Dickens, who was an MP at the time, asked the Attorney General, would he prosecute Sir Peter Heyman under the Post Office Act for sending and receiving pornographic paedophilia material through the Royal Mail? Um, he also asked the leader of the House of Commons to investigate the security implications of diaries that have been found in diplomats' London homes containing sexual explicit photos, again, of children. So there was a huge debate. All of a sudden, the dossier that Geoffrey Dickens had compiled with the names that had been found, leading after the Royal Mail post had been intercepted magpie magazine that's what it was it was called magpie magazine the first the first advert and that was in 1978 it was magpie magazine where the paedophile information exchange used to advertise along with elm guest house so we've got jeffrey dickens now mp he's making a dossier up of all the people that are included in pie uh, that dossier completely and utterly disappears. Um, the Attorney General at that time was Sir Michael Havers. Now, do you know who Michael Havers is, Sir Michael Havers? Do you remember Nigel Havers? What um, he, he was the very posh dude that went to a village. What was Nigel Havers in? I can't say I do, to be honest with you, Liz. You, you will remember him when you know it. Hang on a minute, let's have a look. Nigel Havers. He was in. You'll know it. You'll know it when you see him. Uh, I'll have a look now. I'll, have I'll a Google, Google of Nigel Havers. The second you see him, well, he, it was his father who was the Attorney General. Oh um, my goodness! Yes, of course I know. Okay. Yeah. So his father was also involved with paedophile information and covering up paedophilia. Oh. Right. It's a okay. long, dirty, very, very long, dirty list. Um. Tom O'Carroll was eventually uh, convicted on conspiracy charge and sentenced to two years in prison. There was a few of them, weren't there, that ended there up was, and then the, end up there as well. Charles Napier, he also went to prison. He was in charge of all the finances for the paedophile information exchange. So in the end, it got disbanded around 1985, around that time. Yeah, one-time treasurer by Charles Napier became the English language trainer at the British Council nuts i know and uh he was convicted of sexual assault against minors back in 1995 and then i do believe again into the 2000s and something as well march 2014 the evidence started coming out that pi had received seventy thousand pounds from the home That's office it. 
Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, whilst Pi was affiliated with the NCCL, the National Council for Civil Liberties, they argued that photographs of undressed children should not be considered indecent and therefore illegal, unless it could be proven that the subject had suffered harm. So... Council for Civil Liberties were saying that it's okay. No one's going to go to prison if they're taking port. As long as the children don't look like they've been harmed. Oh, honestly. They can have the pornographic videos out there. And the general secretary at that time was Patricia Hewitt. Yes. Yes. Because she, she, there was a something with her, wasn't there, that she advocated, I think it was oh, eight yes. to 10, wasn't there? I saw it. 10, Patricia Hewitt. And there was, was also, the no, no, no. And uh, that was uh, Harriet Harman as well. Yeah, she did. I'm definitely Patricia Hewitt. I remember Patricia that. Patricia Hewitt did, yeah. I mean, she was a Labour MP, was she, Lou? Patricia sorry? Hewitt? Pa- she was a Labour MP, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Leader. But, I mean, this goes across. It's not just all Labour. You know, these people... No, it's not. God, it's in, it's in, in all parties. There is one thing. They are obsessed with children. And there's, I tell you what, there's another friend of Patricia Hewitt's, and that is the Bottomleys. Oh, was that Virginia Bottomley and Peter Bottomley? Oh, I'm going to tell everyone to Google Peter Bottomley and wait for it. Wait for it. I will get his name in a minute. Harvey Proctor. I know that name as well. Harvey. Oh, I will go to prison if I say what I've been told. Um, but there are. How can I? How can I say this without getting arrested? Yeah, just be careful. Let there him know is, what it's like. There is rumours, there is whispers that there are certain people in work, certain people within our government that were involved together right. in a horrific, horrific crime and they were both there. Right. So I think people violence. take what you will from there and I'm sure people will Take what you will from that. Yeah. Take well, there are, there was a party, a big party, and unfortunately, a lot of the children who survive, and if they've done it from a young age, they end up unfortunately in that life. Yeah, that's the thing, and isn't it? One of the those so-called children was at all the parties as he was growing up. He was probably too old. Well, they weren't interested by that time, but he had uses of being cameraman. And he's already so involved in all of this. Well, actually, I have been, I've nearly finished it, the Franklin cover-up by John DeCamp, who was obviously the guy leading that investigation. Well, the first guy leading the investigation ended up dead, his plane crashed, but is it him and his eight-year-old boy in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is a similar situation, Lou, you know what I mean? And it still goes on now. And there was absolute, no doubt about it at all, that it was one of the biggest cover-ups ever in Nebraska, in, in US history, actually, precisely because of who was involved. Do you know what I mean? And those poor victims, not only were they, you know, they were they were done for perjury, two of them, and two of them recanted this. So there was many of them who wouldn't come forward because they knew how they well, they were being leaned on by the FBI and the intelligence agencies precisely because of who was involved. Do you know what I mean? Talking high, high society, people in really, you know, strong political positions and stuff like this. So these children identified over and over again, you know. Right, and so we, only, sorry. Now go on, carry on. I was going to say there was only this is why it's difficult from from any point of view. There was only four of those to come forward. Two of them ended up recanting their stories because they were just too afraid they were being threatened. They'd had family members killed, and the other two who wouldn't recant, they put in prison for perjury. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like wow, they they can you know when when something is so embedded into high society, they can just cover it up any any which way but loose. But this book is really good. I would apparently you can get it as a PDF online. I bought the book. So if anyone wants it, it's called The Franklin Cover-Up by John DeCamp. Just go, go and read There's that. There's also the open, an open secret. You should also go in and definitely have a look at an open secret. And what, who wrote that, Lev? You know what I'm like for my books? Oh, I don't know. Just Google it, you'll find out. And an open secret as well. An open secret, right. I'll, I'll get that one as well. An open secret and Boys Town. 
Yeah, well, Boys Town was mentioned actually, and it was included in the Franklin cover up as well. Right. Although they don't go on it, they don't talk about it massively. It is spoken about, and there were people from there, obviously, because it was in the same place. So that's another one, isn't it? An open secret. So I've got a little bit of an update of what's going on. So let me just read what I've got here. So in regard, I remember with on, with with regards to Charles Napier, I really did cover quite a lot of that in depth because um, it was actually during when I was at the column in 2014 that he was put on trial. He was convicted in 2014. He was jailed for 13 years for child sex abuse. So he's actually, he's going to be out in a couple of years. No way. Here, Nick. So, so how he, long did he get then? He got Not 13 years. Wow. Not a lot, is it? No, in no. 2006, the Met paedophile unit arrested the remaining paedophile members on child pornography charges. One of those arrested was a gentleman called David Joy, and he was warned by the sentencing judge that his beliefs may preclude his ever being released from jail. A gentleman called Douglas Slade, who was involved, involved in both um, paedophile action for liberation and paedophile information exchange, he was convicted in Bristol. Crown Court in 2016 and sentenced to 24 years in prison. He was found guilty of multiple counts of indecent assault, other sexual offences against victims aged between 10 and 16, committed between 1965 and 1980. It was said during his trial that Slade had run what was effectively a helpline to aid the practices of child sex abusers from his parents, Bristol home in 19, in the 1970s. Bristol, did you say? Yeah, back in March in 2014, evidence emerged that Pi had received grants totaling over 70 grand from the Home Office after a whistleblower told police he witnessed a successful three-year grant renewal in 1980. Unbelievable, isn't it? So, it's embedded, it always has been. Mm. It's been here for a long time. As we said, we've, we've linked a couple of the people's name, Patricia Hewitt. So you've got that Magpie. Uh, Magpie was the magazine. I thought it was Scallywag magazine. There but... is another one. Is that, was it Paydeka or Paydeka? It might have been a German or... Um... That well, maybe, because a hell of a lot used to go through the continent. So Yes, yeah, it was. Paydeka. I know I've seen that somewhere. Look, and it, it could be, it could have been across. It would have I mean, been because obviously... I should try and get in touch with Chris Fay really because Chris Fay worked for NAPEC, which the national. It was the young people in care, basically. Right. And he was a council. He was a worker for them. So he would hear a lot of the stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. From the children because. The vulnerable children are the children that they go after, the ones from broken yeah. homes, the children mm. care. Everyone who listens to the show, I presume, will know that. I just find it... During really the hard. 80s, we had, obviously, the Mark de True case, which we are really going to go into very shortly in our new project. Yes. Uh, yeah. But Chris Fay worked with all of these children and Chris Fay found out a way with the snuff movies, it would, they would be sent via all the trading was done sort of Amsterdam yeah um, that's where it was from that's where our Pideka magazine was from it was Amsterdam it was it was um Holland yeah yeah so um that's where the snuff videos and everything it was all traded through the continent it's a worldwide thing it was a worldwide thing so I'm just going to go and have a look because I've got some in 2014 Shami Chakrabarti yeah, politician Shami Chakrabarti. Yeah, I remember that name. Director yeah. of the Count NCCL. And she ended up issuing an apology for the previous links between the NCCL and paedophile information exchange. She said it's a source of continuing disgust and horror that the NCCL had to expel paedophiles from its ranks in 1983 after infiltration. Uh, After so, um, there right. were quite a few Labour politicians who were linked um, back in 2013 and again in 2014 as a result of the involvement. Um, obviously, we have Patricia Hubert, Harriet Harman and her husband, Jack Dromey. Obviously, we had Tom O'Carroll. And, uh, I'll tell you what else it says by you, and I don't know if this is fact because I've not seen it before and it could just be related because of who he was. 
But it just says, it does say notorious paedophile and TV presenter Jimmy Savile was almost certainly a full member of Pi. But I don't know if that's the case or if that was linked or whatever. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. We know Jimmy Savile's past and whatever. Yeah. And do you remember but, we were trying to, um, I mean, obviously you've got Cyril Smith there. You've got Grenville Janna. You've got yeah. Wrighton. Um, you know, the list is endless. Peter Wright and Tom O'Carroll. Got yeah, and these are the people who've been outed. This is public record. This is fact. Like, it's not our, like, opinion on, on whether they were dodgy. No, they were... No, 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 no. These they, numbers are all they, These names are everywhere. Yeah. You'll get yeah. any of these names. And I've done exclu I've done deep, deep dives into Peter Heyman, Grenville Jenner. Grenville Jenner was supposed to stand trial, and all of a sudden he's got Alzheimer's. I know. I mean, you couldn't make it up, but this is a, an example of how how it's all covered up. But this is yeah, this, there is one huge who who everybody knows, and everybody knows if you follow me, I can't say the name on air because I will again, I will end up in prison. But there is a the darling of the UK, yeah, the national treasure. This person is classed at. Yeah, just like Jimmy Savile was, though. They won't. You know they I mean? are not going to release those names until that person is dead. They're no, not going to do it. Exactly. Because it is too big. It's too massive. And I realised this, you know, when and I... So much it. won't come out as well, which is so frustrating. It is. Because, because they everyone need to be to held know. accountable. And, you know, when they've got, you know, the, the secret services and, you know, the grand juries in their back pocket and the prosecu lead prosecutors and stuff and members of police forces and this that and the other it's it's nigh on impossible to get these things out and, until after their death when it all comes out and it's like well do you know what i mean there's well there's a lot of people in hell that's for sure there's did a lot you of know in hell no did you know here's a little bit of a factoid whilst the age of consent for heterosexual intercourse in the uk has remained constant at the consent homosexual was still 12 years of old was the age of consent for heterosexual intercourse in the UK has remained constant. The age of consent for homosexuals was still 21 years of age at the time of Pi's founding. I thought it still was 25, but 21. But no, 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 it's not. It's now, now reduced to 18 and it was reduced to 18 in 1994. Yeah. And they've actually dropped it down now in 2001 to 16. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can see, you can see, can you, just the level of it over how we how it's worked do you know what i mean because at the end of the day all the gay civil rights movement was and i'm not saying everybody within that movement was um wanting to abolish age of consent or whatever but the people who started these movements had full intent they were pedophiles and they had full intentions of taking the age of consent away but using the gay as a, as a front the liberal you know you had oh what was his name who started the Oh, I can't think of his name. Hang on, I'm going to have to find it because it's gone out of my head. And he was a proud... Who? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Who started the gay rights movement. Who started the gay liberation movement. I've forgotten oh. his name. Um, He was basically a, a proud member of Nambler as well. He was at the Nambler thingies and whatever. But he used the gay liberation movement as a front for what he wanted to do. Um, Harry Hay. Right, okay. Harry Hay. So if you look into him and what he was doing, he was basically the first person. So he was actually a paedophile. Now people get you know offended and say, no, you say, and that's not what I'm saying that all gays are paedophiles at all. However, the, the the movement was hijacked right from the beginning. Do you know what I mean? So you've got people taken taken through in this movement who don't realise. Same as the LGBT movement. You've got the likes of Peter Tatchell, mind, who are ambassador for LGBT. It's the same thing. They've just changed the name of it. So yeah. all of these people are getting caught up in it, thinking that it's for their equal rights. It has nothing to do with that. And the they use, they'll use the LGBTQ card as well to cover it all up. Exactly. That's it. That's that's exactly it. But that's, that's how it's why we've got this LGBTQ, because they can just add on. Yeah, well, now they've made it and they've put it into equal rights and they've made it like that. They obviously that this is how this is why they did it so that we can't say anything at all because we're labeled homophobes, transphobes, bigots, well, homophobes, and whatever. But really, we're telling you, you know, there's really important things that are going on here. Um, and we're just shoved, shoved under the table because nobody's allowed. They've, 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 it's really clever. I, I'll give them that. How they've done it is, is very, very clever. But it's not what most people think. And unfortunately, until we bring this out to light, this is going to keep happening. And these bastards are going to keep getting away with it all the time. And it is, you know, it, they're destroying children's lives.
you know all of these children have gone on to be addicts and you know the one the one guy who recanted his story from the franklin case troy bonner his name was right and he went back to tell the truth again because he couldn't live with himself for lying um he went back to tell the truth that actually yet yeah, he, he didn't make it up and it was the truth but he had, he lived his life the, the fbi yeah. were on his case constantly do you know what i mean they were on his case constantly and in the end he died of a of an overdose in 2003 yeah. and i don't know if that was him intentionally because he just wanted out or whether he was you know i don't know well, i mean you know that you know, this is i mean that yeah of course i mean it, it could be one or other i mean they they, they get to everybody don't they yeah and they, they went after holly, they went after little holly greg exactly um, they don't care who it is it doesn't matter yeah, do you know what i mean there's no empathy there at all the, the, um, their the priority is ransom people like esther ransom we have to look at the bbc yeah, you know, a child line set up that was originally set up just to keep a monitor on where children were phoning up and saying that they exactly. were exactly the vulnerable kids. That was that was that was a fishing expedition. That Thank child line. Uh, there's pictures. You know, she claimed she didn't know Jimmy Savile. She claimed she didn't know this absolute friggin' nonsense. It is nonsense but because that's why it was set up until half of these people are dead, and we're not going to stop when it comes to abuse of children. This is something that we're not. We're going to keep talking about it. It has to come out. It has to come out in the in the. The more that the you know these people act in secrecy, right? So the more secretive it is, the less likely it is for it to ever change. And we're not going anywhere. So we have to break the secret and bring it out into the into the open so that we can see what you know everybody can see what's going on and then we've got a chance of doing something about it we can't just keep covering it up and not speaking about it because it's horrific uncomfortable and scary you know nobody knows you know they're like oh well i'm fine in my own little bubble you know it happens to other people's kids what a horrible way no, I mean, we've think. also we, you've got to look at um you also had sydney cook yeah the sydney cook english yeah. child molester Suspend, um, a serial killer serving two life sentence. He was the leader of paedophile rings suspected of murdering up to 20 young boys during the 70s and the 80s. Yeah, exactly. You just got to, you know, we, we can't... It is horrible. It is, you know, none of us want to believe this is true. None of us... None of us want to be bloody this reporting this, but somebody's got to talk about exactly. it. Exactly. Somebody has to, because it's, it's really... And everyone who's talking about it have all been shut up now. Yeah. I just found another case, the South Wales paternal sex abuse case. 2019, well, a 78-year-old man in South Wales was sentenced 33 years for seriously sexual offences against three of his daughters spanning 20 years, one of whom was his granddaughter. Wow. Does it say which part of South Wales? Having a look now. It's all right. All these things are just linking me on. So this is the stuff here. There's something about Burkamps did as well, where my family, some of my family live. This is the point, though. This is the point we're trying to make. It, it happening everywhere. Um, everywhere. I was at Swansea Count, Crown Court. Swansea. He was convicted for 36 rape counts. It's awful. It doesn't say what area this dude was in. Seventy-one man from South Wales. That's all it says. That's all it says is there. Well, South Wales is a hot spot as well, you know. Well, exactly. I just want to look at this Berkhams did paedophile network. Twenty six everywhere, Lou. They're absolutely we did. Eight of the men were convicted and some received significant prison sentence. It was under the name of Operation Pendant. They're they're everywhere. They're absolutely everywhere. And this is why when I... Down every bloody street in the bloody country. And do you know what makes me sick? Was it Sarah's Law? Was it Sarah's Law? After that little girl? Um, what was her name? Sarah. Oh, my God, that's really bad. When she got murdered on the way home from school. Little girl, a paedophile living in that area. I know you mean. I know you and, mean. But you know what? I phoned up to find out in other areas if there was somebody on the child sex offence register and they won't tell you you, what, you unless you're in that area you cannot get your hands on it even though i said i was a child I, I was a parent i was living i was concerned about somebody they would not give me those details this is it see this is it people think that they're safe and you know i'm not we're not trying to frighten anyone here but you know 90 plus percent of child abuse victims or sexual victims in general know exactly who their abuser is as well do you know what i mean they they these pedophile rings don't just run from the top i mean they're they rife in the top but they run everywhere and it and i tell you what what alex thompson said to us what on our first um podcast a when they really stuck with me because i was like mm, yeah actually 
He said, it doesn't matter. He said, when you're in that clique, is in the paedophile group. It doesn't matter if you're the cleaner for the, the school cleaner or if you're a high executive of a big corporation, you're in the same club and they will look after each other. And that is exactly what I have, you know, when I've been doing my research, exactly what I've been seeing. You know, you had the foster carers in the Franklin case, which were just normal foster carers who were linked to, to the Franklin Credit Union and Larry King, who was like the guy who got all the um, the politicians and the congressmen and what, do you know what I mean? Like, so even just normal people, you know what I mean? Like, you know, our sort of class people, they're involved as well. It's massive. It is absolutely huge. And it's something that people don't really want to acknowledge, but we've got to acknowledge it. We really have to acknowledge it, you know, and, and try as best we can, even though we're massively, you know, uh, censored and that. We've got to try our best, haven't we? And we're gonna we're gonna keep doing this. We're gonna keep pushing. Um, I'm gonna look into some of these other rings, actually, Catherine. Okay, love. The, the list that it's just passed me on to is really quite fascinating, and I'm intrigued now. Yeah, well, um, send me over anything you've got as well, because uh, yeah, we need to we need to talk about them all. We do need to talk about them all. Um, so really, that was just a little introduction to, to Pi. It was involved, very huge here in the UK government funding the people in it were despicable but these these things just don't go away no so no. it's still going on to this day and the only way we're going to be able to stop this is if we keep speaking about it and we are being they're trying to shut us up they're trying to close us down because they don't want these things talked about so if you want to help support us liberty tactics to get over this censorship. We really do want to start, we've been wanting to start this for ages, but we really want to get going on this. We want to be able to boost posts. We want to get our content seen because it's really, really, really important. You know, really no important. one's in this for money. We're in this because we want to see the world a better place and we want to make it secure for our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren. And we've got to stamp this disgusting this disgusting illness out yeah i agree we agree with everything you just said lou we we do we need to and this is why we will keep going we'll keep going so yeah if anyone can help us um, yeah anything you, you can know. do support us buy us a coffee um it'll just go to to keeping us up and running and keeping us doing this paying our zoom bills paying for everything that we need to keep the show going and um, hopefully eventually we'll be able to get out there and start reporting on the ground eventually yeah so that would be great tomorrow who've we got on tomorrow Catherine uh we got my we got Cheryl on tomorrow okay and um, talking about her experiences from a from a long time ago um but she's got she thinks she's got a lot to say on you know obviously I've been doing a lot of work on the sex industry and how it's related back to everything basically do you know what I mean um and she used to work in a I think it was an Ann Summers shop but I think she basically has a lot of information about the type of people that came in and, and the sort of things that they were into which is actually really important I know people might think oh I don't really want to know but it is important because where I keep saying to people that one thing leads to another that leads to another and another and harder and harder this is my point so when we got somebody who was in working in those circles who, who's got a lot to say on how some of these people were you know thinking then we can see why this stuff happens because they're they're in you know they've they've been they've gone to an extreme where they're obviously doing quite, how shall I word it, sadistic sexual things. Um, and this is where it leads to, which is my point with pornography and, and I, why I will never shut up about it. While I, would, I know people are probably eye-rolling me all the time when I'm writing on Facebook with things like this, but I know it's the heart, it's the heart of it all. It's the heart of paedophile rings, it's the heart of child trafficking, it's the heart of child sex abuse, ritualistic sacrifice sacrificial abuse too it's always included right and it's used in different ways whether that's to desensitize or whether that's to show the victim what they what's expected of them and like a drug people need more and more and more of it so it becomes more shocking more sadistic so i think it'd be really interesting tomorrow Lou, to speak to cheryl and see what she's got to say yeah i can't wait looking forward to that so yeah, yeah join us tomorrow that'll be out tomorrow evening 
And um, if you like what we're doing, support us, buy us a coffee, libertytactics.co.uk. Uh, you've got Catherine's blog, exposingthelie.info. All of the stuff you need for schools, uh, go to publicchildprotectionwales.org. Um, I do think we now need to try and get the school get campaigners on. To have a, ch a chat with us, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. So yeah. Let's uh, let's get that sorted. Um, you went to the Heritage Party conference. Yes, we did. We 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 were there a little bit late. We missed the first. Um, so we had you know multiple speakers on. Um, but we we had the speakers in the afternoon that they were actually really good. You had a a guy on there who was talking on the climate change nonsense. Then he was showing us you know graphs and things like. It was actually really interesting. I knew a lot of it anyway. But you know when you're looking at it like so um what's the word matter of factly and so easy to see that it's a load of nonsense you had him on there um you had a, a, a lady who was kim spoke to her actually because um she wants her to come down um she was speaking on um abortion and the dangers of it and she was really good she was really good i can't remember the name of her um, whether she, I think she's part of an organisation. I can't remember the name of, of that. You also had a surgeon on there, um, and Kim came out of Stand Innovation, of course, because she's a she is a you know she's amazing, isn't she? When she gets up and speaks about what's going on here, and it was actually a really, um, it was a really good afternoon. Yeah, we enjoyed it. And uh, David Curtin, we'll have to have. To, I didn't manage to get to speak to David because we didn't go to the meal after. In the end, we came home. So um, I only briefly saw him when I went in. So um, I will see if I can get hold of him, though, love, and, and ask if he wants to come on. Because in all fairness, David Curtin has been there from the start with us. He's come down to the, um, you know, our demos in Cardiff and things like that. When, even when he's not been asked, he's still come down. You know, he couldn't make London... Um, the last time round because he had other other things on but he's doing really well and giving these people a platform who are actually talking the truth you know so it was a really it was a really productive day got chatting to a few people afterwards but then we came back then and we stopped and had some food and and came home so we didn't stay very long but yeah it was it was a really good day a really good afternoon good good excellent right well that's it I'm just going to say, if people want to invite Liberty Tactics to come and cover their events and meet them, please get in contact with us. Yeah, we'd uh, love to. Try and give everyone a, a, you know, I do try. I have done many years, try and give everyone a voice to get the word out. And uh, now and again, it would be nice if we could get invited to place because we are being shoved to the bottom of the pile all the time. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what? I'm getting rather sick of it. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, it is a pain, isn't it? shoved to the bottom of the pile and... Um, we just have to keep going, love, and keep doing what we're doing, and things will get better for us, I'm sure. Sure. That's it, libertytactics.co.uk. Now, I'm playing out. Phil, this better be good, because I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> Dear Facebook friend, he is an incredible DJ. He's very good. Philip Ray James. You know Philip. He's probably on your friend list. Oh, he's he is. Yes, I know Phil. Yes. So he sent me um a track that I am going to play out with now. So I haven't heard it. I'd love anyone's feedback. Let me know what it's like. So um has he given it a name? No. Tell every tell me what you think. I'm gonna pop this song on the end. And uh, we will be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. LibertyTactics.co.uk and ExposingTheLie.info, PublicChildProtectionWales.org. Brilliant. Uh, Thanks, guys.